Welcome to the Lake City High School Collaboratory, where options turn into opportunities. For today's podcast episode, I am joined by Dr. Molly Chrysler of Bloom Coaching, and we are going to be talking about all things SAT. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, So can you talk a little bit about Bloom and educational coaching and how you work with students? Yes, I can. Uh, So Bloom Coaching um, is life and education coaching, and we meet the students um, where they are and also work with them um, holistically. And so it is life and education coaching where we're able to um, help them define their educational path, gain academic confidence, um, choose their college, transition to their college, do all of the application steps, as well as all the, the prep work. And so if we have students who are struggling just in school in general, Um, We're able to help with that, but also if it gets more into the life part, whether it's like emotional or social transition or just overall self-confidence, we also can deal with that because we have the life coaching model that we that we go by in that platform. And so we deal with a student as a person and really as an individual with human needs. Um, And if we take care of all of the issues that they might be having um, during their teen or collegiate years, then typically they're better students in the end. And so we are able to handle the very um, hard skills of college applications, SAT prep, all of that, but also how do we help that person develop and be the best sense of themselves? How do they know enough about themselves to place themselves in the right place in the world and choose a career and a major that's going to work with their strong suits and their strengths um, and just make the best life possible? Perfect. So how does um, Bloom Coaching work when it comes to students um, potentially needing extra support with the SAT? Yeah, so I'm extremely excited to announce that we are expanding um, Bloom to cover SAT preparation. And it is um, absolutely a result of people requesting the needs for their students and um, our local students saying that they didn't want necessarily a either technological fix to SAT preparation or a commercial type of approach to their students' learning. And so um, we're really excited that we're able to do tutor matching with our students. And so they get um, some coaching as well as um, direct instruction for the areas of the SAT. So there's um, different teachers and tutors that I contract with, and I match them with the family based on the student's need and their individual learning styles and personality. And so they have a really good fit with that person. Um, And then they are able to do the instructional work with those um, tutors or teachers, um, and then also have coaching as, as part of their package too. And there's several different packages available depending on what parents think their students need or what the student really kind of wants their experience to look like. Um, But we really look at it philosophically as looking at the student's learning and wherever there is gaps that we go in and we fill that so that it is able to heighten their experience and their score instead of just giving them drill and spill or plugging them into a computer and having them um, just go through a bunch of um, tests. We really make sure that we're talking to them, engaging in them as learners and teaching them skills to take the test as well as the academic um, discipline part of it so that they're able to get a better score, go in confident, feel good, know why it connects to everything that's coming in their future. Why is it important? Because a lot of our students that come to us go into the SAT the first time cold. They don't understand why it is important. They don't understand um, the ramifications of a good and or bad score. Um, And so 
we really kind of take a humanistic approach to that preparation. And um, I love that parents are loving it. Um, so it feels really good to kind of meet the needs of the students in our community and give them something that was not a resource before. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> if we can back up for a little bit, I got very excited to introduce Bloom. Um, but can you explain a little bit about uh, the SAT itself? <laughs> when students usually take it, um, the value of it, how it really impacts college admissions, um, different really components of the SAT that, that some students or families might not be aware of. Yeah. So in Idaho, all of our juniors take the SAT, um, which is paid for by the state. Um, and so it is good that financially families don't have to pay for the initial test. However, that's where we kind of get into it, that they kind of go in, they're like, eh, it's SAT, college is a long way away from them at that point in time. And so that's why we see students either going in cold or they know that they have an opportunity to retake later. Um, but the reality is the majority of schools um, will look at an SAT as an entrance exam score to get into their college. Um, there is a wave recently, just to put it out there, of schools that are not taking um, college entrance exam scores anymore. They go off the transcript, but it's rare. Um, East Coast has a lot more schools that um, do admissions that way. I just did someone um, college application in San Francisco that they don't do it anymore. The majority of schools and the majority of our seniors graduating need to have an SAT score that qualifies them for the college of their choice. So it is very important if they don't take it seriously or don't aren't prepared enough or don't have their head wrapped around enough of it and don't retake it and their score is not qualifying, it may eliminate schools. It may close doors that they don't want to close. So the college entrance um, thing is the first, and that's what everybody is kind of all wrapped around about. And there's their pressure, which causes anxiety with our students. Uh, also, you should look at any of the scholarships you're applying for. Um, some of them have SAT or ACT qualifying scores, and you have to get a certain score in order to even be eligible for that. And so that's that's also important to know. And the third thing that families I don't think are aware of, I mean, everybody kind of knows the entrance exam piece of it, is placement um, from working at colleges forever. Um, <laughs> one of the little known facts is those are the scores that will be used um, to place your students, especially in their math and their English classes a lot of the time. And so sometimes parents would come into my um, office and they're like, I don't understand why he's in math XYZ, whatever it is, because he has had so much more math than that. And he is such a better student than that. But the only thing we have at a college or had at a college to go off of was that test score. And so if they didn't necessarily prepare and they're not, their test scores not reflecting their actual level of curriculum they have taken or learning within that discipline, it's the only thing that we have to go off of to place. So even if a parent comes in and says, Hey, look, this is better. Depending on the college, some of them have multiple measures for placement. Others just go off of that score. The student then has to retake closer to college, and that's just more anxiety provoking for them. You have a lot more hoops to jump through. And so for all of those reasons, it's important to take the SAT, ACT seriously um, and be prepared and actually put some work in before you go in. Perfect. So when it comes to juniors taking the SAT, just like you said, every single student um, within the Coeur d'Alene School District, at least, takes the SAT during the school day in April of their junior year. Um, but before that, in October, in a couple of weeks, all of this, the same juniors are going to be taking the PSAT. Correct. Um, can you talk about the uh, relationship between the PSAT and the SAT and how students can really use the PSAT for um, preparation for the SAT? Yeah. Um, 
So for the PSAT, one of the biggest things that they can get out of that experience is understanding what sitting for a four-hour exam is like, because that's very different for a high school student. Once they get to their collegiate years, you know, testing for multiple hours becomes more common in their life and they're able to adjust for it. However, um, the four-year or the four-hour block for a high school student, that's that's hard. And they also don't understand the level of especially reading that I've seen with students, they don't understand the level of text they're going to be reading. And so they're used to reading less dense type of language type um, of reading. And then SAT is different because it's so academically geared. And so the PSAT can be used for that alone, even just to understand and practice how the test is going um, or will go for them, understanding of what's on there. The other thing that is good for them to do is because their PSAT score is one thing, um, but it tells you how much growth you have. So test scores, I really have the opinion of instead of looking how bad you did, it should tell you exactly. It's diagnostic. It'll tell you exactly where to do your learning. Mm -hmm. It cuts out all the work and says, this is where you should focus and where students should have that mindset. Then it becomes a little bit easier for them. So um, the PSAT kind of does that for them. There are some really kind of cool free th options out there. So you'll get your scores through College Board and then you can click it into Khan Academy. It will take your score versus what you need to get. And then Khan will show you where you need to go from there. And so even for those opportunities, the PSAT is worth its while because you're going to see what learning needs to be done. It's a, it's a pretty good diagnostic tool. Mm -hmm. And that's um, really just feeding into how Bloom can really support mm -hmm. students through your SAT um, packages and offerings because it, once a student takes their PSAT, that's that first diagnostic and understanding of where a student's strengths are or areas of development. Um, and once that PSAT score is something that a student can refer to, um, I'm sure that that really helps when it comes to finding the right match for yes. tutors that you are able to um, point out and identify. Yeah, especially when it comes, well, I mean, really to either, but especially math curricular you know, when you look at the curriculum, if I have a student who really needed help with geometry, that gives me a lead for one math instructor. But if algebra was their hang up, right, I need to make sure that I have someone who can cover either that really specifically or both. Mm -hmm. And so diagnostically, it is really good there, too. The matching for personality wise and curriculum is kind of magical because it's one we have instructors. Um, I have several. I have different people that I contract with. And so I can say, you know, this student really likes an instructor who is um, really on point and very structured. Um, I have others that might find that um, approach not um, as conducive to their learning and style. So they need someone who might be more lighthearted and fun with their mm -hmm. learning and teaching. And so we take all of that into consideration, um, the diagnostic, the curriculum, and the personality. Totally. Uh, I get this question a lot right now with my seniors who, um, just like you said, they might not have taken the SAT too seriously in their junior year, or they weren't entirely prepared for what that test really looked like and how it was delivered. And um, they might be looking at college uh, admissions websites and seeing that their scores might be a little lower than what's expected. Um, would you ever recommend to a senior to retake the SAT? Uh, and in what capacity or in, in which point would you potentially recommend that? Yeah, absolutely. I do. So there's, um, you can always retake and in our area again, um, while I I've had people come and say, well, I can't retake. I already took my junior year or I'm too late to retake. And that is a myth and misinformation. So you can go on to the collegeboard.org website. They will have a list of dates in your area. Now you may not be able to test at your 
particular school, like the one that's coming up. Um, I think everybody goes to Coeur High School mm-hmm. for that one, right? But you go in and you register your student. There is a cost associated with it. Totally worth it. Um, sometimes there's a cutoff for um, when you sign up. There's also a grace window. So you may have to pay $30 more, but you can still test for that October date. And I do recommend it if it is going to um, take any of your options off of the table. So I have students, even if they're on that bubble where they're like, "Uh, it's right on the bubble of where I'm going to do retake it because Mm -hmm. you're guaranteed if you are able to understand how to do a four hour test, go back and look and see why you were getting some things wrong or work with someone to actually help prepare you for that. You are going to score higher. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard to go the reverse. If you really do put work in as opposed to going in cold, the the data is in your favor. The research Mm -hmm. is in your favor. And so I would say absolutely do that, but get on it now. If you're a senior, make right. sure that you talk to either your counselor at your school or Miss Delgizi or get a hold of someone else who knows what's going on. Call me as a coach um, and we can get you going the right direction. Don't sit on it too long mm-hmm. because, again, doors will start closing. But right. yes, yeah. I absolutely do re- recommend retakes. And I agree with you, too. Um, really paying attention to those dates of offering mm-hmm. is really, really critical because if if a college application is due December 1st, say, and you might not get your scores until after December 1st, right. it might not be in your advantage to have to sit through another three-hour exam or four-hour four hour exam. Um, but also what I often tell students is don't retake it unless you're willing to put in the work to practice. Yes, absolutely. Um, because you really don't want to put yourself through the grueling three-hour test and not be prepared because you'll probably see scores very similar to what you saw from your junior year. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to practice, put in those hours in con or contact Bloom to potentially set up a tutoring relationship, yes. um, then those are strategies that I think will will definitely uh, allow you to see scores that are much more favorable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of the coolest things that I think that I will mention about Bloom before we go is that, um, you are pretty much the premier, uh, provider of SAT tutoring in the Coeur d'Alene area. As of now we are that, um, all of the other people, um, especially local or to be face to face with another human, um, the other places have been going out of business, which is great for us. So, um, parents are looking for a different kind of, um, instructional method. We're providing that. And yeah, we are, we're the people now. So we're excited about that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Molly Kreiser for joining me. Thank you. So exciting to be with you as always. Uh, and if students or parents want to get in touch with you, how can they find you? What's Mm -hmm. your information? So you can find us at uNIbloom.com is probably the easiest way. Shoot me an email at molly at uNIbloom.com. Um, all my contact information is on the website or shoot me an email. We'll get you, get you going. I do offer a free breakthrough session, free consult for families. So even if you're not sure if it's right for you, get a hold of me. We'll set up a coffee date, um, tell you about what we have to offer. Um, I do some coaching with your son and or daughter right there to see where they're at going into college. And um, then we go from there. Perfect. And if you need any more information or some brochures or um, Molly's information, I have that in the counseling center. So definitely stop by and we'll chat more. So thank you again. Thank you.